This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Please welcome Drew Barrymore. I can't help. I've never been one who could like hold it inside. I have no cool and life is too short, so let's just put it all out there while we can. And I gotta tell you, it is really hard to contain my excitement, okay? Because we're continuing our season two celebration of all the special towns and cities that we get to call home, because there's no place like home. And if you're lucky enough to have one, and our next guest is the perfect person to celebrate this with us. This dovetails in a storytelling, soulful way that really speaks to me. Her entire series, Taste the Nation, takes us on a delicious journey, celebrating food and culture across America. It is my favorite show, and I'm not alone. Take a look. Everything that the American cuisine is today is because all these different people and different cultures contributed to it. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Oh my God. It's such a flavor explosion. Everybody knows Thai food. Nobody knows about Thai people. There's the dish and then there's the hands that prepare and serve the dish. Please welcome Padma Lakshmi. It's so lovely to meet you. I'm so happy to meet you. I just, I love you so much. Thank you. Should we sit down? Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Welcome home Hi. here. This is so beautiful. I can't believe um, your crystal ball that you had, which is just who you are, your authentic self with Taste the Nation that erupted during a time when particularly this country said, please recognize everybody. And then you premiere with this show that is about people's cultures. Did it feel like um, soothing to know you were obviously so on the right track? I've always been interested in knowing the different cultures of people who live around me, my neighbors, my friends, um, and around the world. So this was just really an extension of that. And I'm happy that, you know, during the height of the pandemic, it gave people a lot of comfort and entertainment and solace and, and hopefully taught them about their neighbors and fellow townspeople. You know, these, these immigrant communities that we go to, 
they're nestled in different parts of the country, but they're just like us. You know, they're American. They they want the same things, and and we often are afraid to walk across the street or get to know them. So that's really what the show is about. It's about getting to know all Americans and understanding that everybody's story is interesting and compelling. You just have to tell it the right way. You just have to listen. At least they're interesting and compelling to me. I took a bet that they'd be interesting to others as well. Well, I'll tell you two people who are glad they have crystal balls, Hulu and Bravo. <laughs> um, because Hulu put on Taste the Nation, and it's just a juggernaut show. Everybody's talking about it. And Bravo is sure happy because they said, we actually have this other show. Yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah, exactly. I pitched another show to them and they said, well, you're, you know, we want uh, to do a different kind of show. We think your idea is great, but it's a little too highbrow for us. So would you be interested in developing this show with us, which was Top Chef? <laughs> yeah. So thank you. My favorite show on television. Thank you. Yeah, like everybody did that during pandemic. Like they watched, you know, I've been on Top Chef now for 15 years. There's 18 seasons. We're about to go film our 19th. And it's, it's just great. I mean, I'm so happy that people still love it. And it was fun for me. And I think that shows. You know, we get the privilege of what we see you do, how you let us in. But you as a human being, I love your relationship with your daughter. I think you're such a good mom. I was told I could never have children because of endometriosis. And so I savor every day with my child because I know how lucky I am to have her. I had five surgeries. I had a fallopian tube removed. I had part of my right ovary removed. So there's just basically rabbit ears and tinfoil connecting everything <laughs> together. So, and yet those <laughs> health TVs work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't even know how she came into this earth because she's such a miracle. So, you know, I always knew I wanted to be a mom. I never knew I would have so much fun. I'm lucky in that I do have a tight relationship with her. I'm very honest with her. Um, I try to remember that every day she's growing in a different person than she was last week. And so am I. And so I try to just come to her as she is and figure out how I can give her what she needs on that day or on that week, because it's different. And so I remember being in fifth grade and sixth grade. I remember being bullied. I remember having anxiety. I remember feeling like no one was gonna like me. I remember being terrified of opening my lunchbox because my mom would put some weird Indian curry leftovers, you know, and everyone else was having bologna sandwiches. Oh, I'm sure the other kids were so nice <laughs> oh, about yeah, that. Oh, yeah, they were great. Um, but now I have a show about telling you about all that. So exactly. there you go, that's my event. Because it, it <laughs> helps, actually. I had a conversation with Olive today because I couldn't find my night guards on my side table. I grind. I have night guards too because I grind too. It's terrible. Padma, you just made me feel really good about myself and my life. Um, because I was literally going like, you are so unsexy with the night guards. At one point I had a neck brace on. It was a triple threat um, and not Olympic style. Um, and. So I, I couldn't find them, and, I, and I, I said, Olive, you know, did you do something with them? And she goes, don't accuse me. And I, of course, I, not of course, I actually did find them somewhere else, and I came back into the kitchen, and I said, Olive, I want to explain something to you. For years, you took stuff 
and you would damage it, you would paint it, you would put it somewhere else. This is what kids do. And I wasn't always like the strictest who was like, you know, took that and, yeah. you know, taught her a lesson. I kind of like lived through a lot of like her messes and there was slime everywhere and the cat, you know. Oh yeah, there's slime everywhere. It's just. Everything is at carpets, you know, that stuff. And I'm a stain removal specialist. I'm telling you slime. Oh, great, come over to my house because we oh. have a few stains on my white rug that I need help with. Don't tempt me. I'm serious. I'm serious. I just got a puppy. I mean, she's not a puppy. She's a rescue. That's right. In November. Davina? Davina, exactly. And yes. Davina is divine. But, you know, every once in a while, she's challenging. And we live her. in Manhattan. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And, I, and then I came to her and I said, listen, I found them. So I right. just want to say... I'm used to years of anxiety where things go missing and they get damaged, but you've turned this incredible corner and you're not doing that now. And I'm so proud of you. So please understand it's gonna take me a minute, but it's just, when you said they're not the same person last week and neither are you, I had that very moment with mm -hmm. my daughter this morning and I just had a really real talk. So I really appreciate hearing that from you because it's gonna make me a better parent. Um, I, I was wondering, uh, now that you've, I've taken this motherly advice from you, you're such a goddess. And oh. I mean, I'm a single mom. I was just curious, like, do you have any dating advice? I never think about it, but I, I don't know what I'm doing out there. I don't either, is the truth. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, you know, I barely have, have time to date, and I wish I had some secret sauce to, to give you the recipe on that about, but I really don't. I think it's very, very hard. You know, I'm, I'm a 51-year-old woman. By the way, I, it was your birthday yesterday. Yes, it was. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you. I saw this picture of you, and you said, this is 51. It is one of the most beautiful pictures I've ever seen of you in my life. Thank you. It was taken in my bedroom. I did my makeup myself. I was just not feeling like putting up another bikini picture. You know, I know that's like the requisite that everyone does. And so that's how I was feeling. And at, and at 50, you are a different person. Like, I, I just want companionship. I don't want to be married. I don't want to live with anybody. I don't need anything from anybody except their good company and inspiration and their friendship. And, you know, some nookie, but like... <laughs> But you know what? This just makes me feel less crazy because I have been so drawn to you and everything you're saying is like validating um, the way I feel. And I just love you. And getting to know you, it turns out I'm not crazy and I do yeah. love you and you're everything I ever hoped you would be. Okay, we're going to chat all about your new children's book, Tomatoes for Neela, when we come back. And we're bringing in our special alumni, Leo Kelly. Don't oh, go yes. anywhere. <laughs> Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.
here with Padma Lakshmi and her debut children's book, Tomatoes for Neela, is out now. Tell us all about it. This is a labor of love. It's based on a story that I used to tell my daughter Krishna because I realized she didn't know when anything grew. You know, she doesn't live near a farm or an orchard. And if you're lucky enough to go to a nice grocery store, you can find everything all year round. Yeah. So it's about teaching kids to eat seasonally because if a child is aware of the seasons in Mother Nature, they're better likely stewards when they grow older of our planet and the environment. But it's also about cooking with your family. I believe that you should get kids involved in cooking as early as possible because giving the giving a child early on the love of cooking and the appreciation of good food will serve them for the rest of their lives long after work on and a kid that has a hand in cooking their own food will be more likely to eat it because they feel a sense of pride yeah. and proprietorship. Well, and my daughters and I there's this beautiful double page spread where you literally get into just a perfect balance of global foods. And so we all sat around and picked our favorites. Oh, how nice. All right, well, you have two recipes in your book. In the back, yes, to help you get started cooking with your family. The reason I picked tomatoes is because kids are so familiar with them. Well, and you're gonna show us some of the kid-friendly ways to serve them. So we wanted to get one of our favorite correspondence for the show. This is a true alumni. We've worked with him since day one. It's the Shirley Temple King himself, Leo Kelly. Hi. Hi, Drew. It is so nice to be back. And it's nice to meet you. Hi, it's, it's nice very to nice to meet you, Leo. This looks so good. Well, and Leo, you read Tomatoes for Neela. Um, I'd love to hear a review. I personally loved the book. I thought it was so great. And I also loved it because I could relate to it because last week, me and my grandma and my great-grandma made canned tomato sauce. Look at that, Oh Padma. my gosh, that's great. I know. Thank you. I'm also like jealous. I want to be a canner. I got to get on top of this. I know. <laughs> my goodness. All right. Well, Padma, tell us about your tomato sauce from the book. Here are all the ingredients for the tomato sauce. As you can see, it's a very simple recipe. Just uh, tomatoes, garlic, olive oil, bay leaves, salt, a pinch of sugar, and maybe a little red chili if you're into it, but you don't have to. So the other recipe is for a tomato chutney, and that tray in front of you, Drew, has the ingredients for the tomato chutney in it, and it's very easy to do as well. So the basic tomato sauce is great on pasta. We've used it today as, as a pizza sauce, as well as pasta. So I would like you, Leo, to try the pasta and tell me what you think. Okay, for sure. I'm just gonna try it along with you, Leo. Just, but you, yes, you can the, try it too. You I gotta can get tell the perfect, what you think. I gotta get the perfect bite. Mm. You know, mm. it's so exciting huh? after your romantic writing through the book to actually taste what it tastes like. Right. Leo, what do you think? I think that is so good. The tomato sauce is sweet, the spaghetti is amazing, and the meatball is a really good meatball. Yeah, the meatball. Yay. All right, don't put your fork back in there because it dropped on the floor. <laughs> Five second roll. <laughs> Sorry, Leo. We'll get you another fork, but why don't you taste the pizza and tell me how the sauce is. Oh, yeah, is. sure, oh, I'll oh. taste 
Please, the pizza. Yeah, yes, Andrew. Mm. Oh my gosh. Heavenly. Leo, what do you think? It's indescribable. It's amazing. <laughs> I have to say, too, you know, you think of pizza and pasta. Oh, I noticed there's a grilled cheese here to dip in um, that has the chutney in it. Yes, so the chutney is wonderful. You can use it um, in, in place of salsa with chips, which we have here too. Mm. You can use it to dip grilled cheese sandwiches into. All right, I think you can tell that I'm loving this tomato sauce. <laughs> I love everything about you, Leo. Thank you. you. What is your favorite food right now? The pizza. I like pizza. Can actually, in fact, if any extra pies are backstage, just give them to me. Oh, yeah. give them to you me. got it. Just All right, them. you got it. All right, the new episodes of Taste the Nation premiere in November. Really quickly also, I know that the episodes you have are holiday themed and would you yes. quickly tell me about those because reading about them, I was like, once again, you've just nailed it. Well, uh, they are a series of specials that center around the holidays. Uh, so we look at Ashkenazi Jewish people um, who originated in the Lower East Side of New York City in this country. So we do Hanukkah with them and all the foods of Hanukkah. And then we do Christmas in Miami. We do Noche Buena, which is a huge pig roast uh, that happens on uh, Christmas Eve. Then we go to uh, Cape Cod and Rhode Island to find out who those original Americans were that uh, Western European colonialists came to this country and met on that, you know, first famous Thanksgiving. So, you know, we look at who they are independent of that Thanksgiving myth and bust a few myths along the way. They, they have been on this land for 12,000 years. It is actually their land. Um, so, and that is my favorite episode. We also have Korean New Year that we celebrate in K-Town in LA, which was a lot of fun and a lot of eating. A lot of eating. I love eating. Me too, Leo, Me too. and I love you, and I love you, and thank you, Padma Lakshmi. Nation returns November 4th on Hulu. We'll be right back. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Can you keep a secret? Because we're about to hear one. Shh, check this out. Okay, so um, 
The next time you get arrested, when they go to put the handcuffs on you, get them to handcuff your hands in the front. Tell them you have a torn rotator cuff because when you have your hands handcuffed behind you, it's much more painful. When you have them in front, you know, you can still do things and open a door and things like that. So handcuffs in front. I am shocked in the best way ever. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Well, it's no secret that I love love. And our series, Drew's Love Bug, is all about having honest conversations about L-O-V-E. And today we're diving into the world of digital dating at any age. But we can't embark on this love journey without our dear friend to the show and certified dating coach, Demona Hoffman. She's our Cupid, here to help us find love. You're a catch. You don't need to chase. <laughs> a certified dating coach and relationship expert. 40% of people are meeting their matches on dating apps right now. And our go-to love guru for our signature segment, Drew's Love Bug. We're looking for reasons to say no rather than reasons mm. to say yes. Demona, I love you. There's no Drew's crew without her. It's Demona Hoffman the digital dropping the hanky and saying, hello, I'm here. And now inspiring him to show up for you, Ashley, and letting him know how <laughs> you want him to take the lead from this point forward. Digital dropping the hanky. Yes! I like that. <laughs> Full of unique insights, Demona's love lessons have helped our guests level up their dating game and get their flirt on. Demona, you are the best partner in crime for this stuff. <laughs> Thank you. Demona, I've never done this segment without you. We've done it several times. Um, but the very first time we met, you mentioned the digital hanky, which is what we can do. You shifted my perspective with that beautiful pairing of words, digital <laughs> hanky. Thank you. Okay, well, <laughs> according to a report from Tinder, Gen Z has changed the future of dating with their new interest in digital dates. And Demona, do you agree that digital dates are here to stay? Definitely, and I also agree that they're not just for Gen Z. Everyone is adopting digital dating because obviously you kind of had to. Yeah. I have always recommended it as a screening step. So that's what I think might change. People are now using it as a replacement for the date, but if you can use it as a screening step, keep it short and sweet, and then you know, get prepared for it like you would for a regular date. You know, Sometimes people are like, I'll just do a quick quick little FaceTime date, and then they don't think about, that's their first impression. That's the first time someone's going to see them. So if you think of your lighting, you think of like not having your dirty underwear in the back, and really set the stage for a great meet cute 
it can still work in the digital space. Well, let's chat with two women of different ages looking to better their online dating game. Please welcome Amy and Allison. Okay, so Amy, tell me what's going on in your dating life. Well, I'm exhausted. I've got the digital burnout. Um, I dated really, really heavily in my 20s and my 30s, and I've been on the apps all of that time, and the dating pool is just getting really shallow. Mm. Um, actually, so shallow, I'm in repeats. <laughs> that, what does like, that mean? <laughs> <laughs> is this a Samantha Jones moment where you're like, I've been with you before. <laughs> This is, yes, in 2016, I went out with this guy and it didn't, you know, didn't go well. We didn't really hit it off. And then in 2019, I went out with the same guy and we didn't realize that we'd been out with each other until we were halfway through the date. Oh um, when you did realize it, can I ask what you guys said or did? Um, I think we just said, uh. <laughs> and then we just continued. We just continued on our, on our date, and we, we ended up having a good time the second time around. Maybe keeping an open mind is a good thing. Absolutely. But don't ask me, ask Demona. Do you have a question <laughs> for Demona? Yeah, Demona, how do I keep dating fun? Because right now, mm. it's kind of a drag. I'm just, I'm exhausted. How, do, how does this stay yeah. fun? I hear that burnout, and I, what I see here is by having so many options, it actually brings up anxiety. It takes the fun out of it, right? Yeah. And it makes you not want to do it anymore. So I'm going to give you some advice that may be a little counterintuitive. Okay. I'm going to have you pull back. How many hours a day would you say you spend on your dating apps? Um, probably two or three. Well, if you are on the apps for that much time, you're, nothing's gonna look good to you anymore. Right. So I want you to limit the time that you're spending on apps. I'm gonna give you 15 minutes a day. That's okay. it. Because that All will right. force you to make a choice and not just keep swiping and looking for the next best thing. And the other thing I want you to try is something I call cycling. So this is when you start on one dating app take all of the other apps off your phone and spend okay. four to six weeks on that one app. And then after four to six weeks, you can go to another app and then you get boosted in the algorithm because you're new. Everyone you see there is, is new and shiny. You can get really excited again. And that cycling gives you a fresh perspective and new options that you might not have seen before. I like that. That's a really interesting thing that I've never tried before. Demona. I am to please. <laughs> I learned so much with you, Demona. It like crushes my soul in the best way ever. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, um, we're going to explore more ways to improve your digital dating after this. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome back. 
I'm here with dating coach and life game changer, Demona Hoffman. We're also here with two single ladies looking for love in the digital space. And when we say two ladies, I think we mean so many people on this planet. And before the break, Amy gave us the scoop on what digital dating is like in your 40s. And now it's time to hear from Allison, who's rep representing daters in their 20s. Allison, what is it like for you? <laughs> Dating is really confusing in your 20s. I have friends who are engaged, and I also have friends who are at the bars till 4 a.m., and I feel like I do not know where I kind of settle into that mix. I'm really looking for a relationship. I really want to be in love. I'm a romantic. I'm a cancer, if you guys are into zodiac signs at all. <laughs> so I really am craving that, but I feel like everyone that I'm kind of matching with is kind of looking for one thing, if you catch my drift, and it's not something that I'm really interested in. So I'm kind of having a hard time with that. Demona, I love the spectrum. Friends out till 4 a.m., other friends engaged. What does she ask herself to find where her needle lands? Well, she has to figure out what's comfortable for her. And I would say, Allison, you need to also do a little work around who you're looking for, figuring out what that, uh, what that perfect person would be and maybe where that perfect person might be hiding. I think dating apps should always be a part of your dating portfolio and it's just the best way to expand your dating pool, but that doesn't mean that you couldn't find love out at a bar till 4 a.m. Right. Doesn't happen often. Doesn't mean it couldn't happen for you though. What is your approach with your communication in online dating? So I'm super passive. I kind of just wait for the guy to take the lead. I want to see like where they're going to take it. Are you going to text me at 4 a.m. saying you up? Or are you going to text me good morning and be like, hope you have a great day. So I kind of just let them take the lead. I'm super picky about how I let men kind of talk to me. So sometimes that can come across as that I'm not interested or a little bit mean. But I do try to let them just take the lead and kind of fall back a little bit. Okay, so Allison brought some screenshots of her online messages and dating profile for Demona to weigh in on to see what Demona's thoughts are, because that's what I live for. All right, Allison, are you up for a little role play with me? Let's do it. <laughs> Let's read your Let's text message it. and actually talk about what you said. You, um, I'll be the guy. Perfect. <laughs> and I'll be me. And you be me. I'll be me. Okay. Perfect. So he said, <laughs> hey, I'm going to do my best guy voice. Okay. Hey, just seen your roommate. Uh, we won't mark them down for bad grammar. What are you up to tonight? I'll be me. Oh, I was sleeping. Ha, 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 ha. I don't do bars. What a good girl you are, huh? <laughs> when I saw her, I was hoping to see you. Okay, what do you think you're giving off with that text message? It definitely does seem like passive aggressive and that I'm not interested, so. Yes. I totally it's, get that. I would like to see you be a little bit more fun, a little bit more flirty and a little engaging. There was something you said earlier that kind of concerned me. You said you were picky about how they responded to you. So when I hear picky, I actually think two things. I think lack of clarity on what you want, what you're looking for, or fear. Right. And sometimes it's fear of rejection. It's fear of, you know, seeing your friends partner up totally. and fearing, fearing you're going to be the last one left. And it's easier to say, I'm picky, than to say, I'm afraid. That's fair. You, you have to be able to flirt now over text right. and bring that confidence. The next time I want you to turn up the heat a little bit. I love that. Thank you. Um, do you think you have fear? I definitely think I have fear. I know I'm only 24, but I've definitely dealt with a lot of heart, heartache in my um, dating life and also in my personal life. My mom actually just passed away in June. So that was definitely like a personal heartache that I'm dealing with. And I feel like when you're grieving, especially like going through dating, it's kind of a little bit tricky because you don't want to get hurt again. You're already healing something separately. And it's like, I don't necessarily want to get hurt in this realm of my life. So I definitely feel like I'm a little bit fearful. 
First for sure. of all, um, I'm so sorry Thank for you. your loss. Thank you. I really am. Thank you. And um, when we are going through something, how do we communicate that in the romantic world? Well, we have different seasons in our life. So this might not be the right season for dating for Allison right now. But in terms of when you're communicating with dates, I like to think of it as people need to earn information from you. Right. And so your story is not everybody's business. So, you know, that's a very personal thing that you shared. That might be something that you wouldn't reveal on a first date, but only when you trust someone and know that they can hold your feelings and, and hold what you tell them in confidence as well. Yeah. Um, and listen, you're in marketing, right? Yes, I work in PR, yeah. <laughs> well, you better start doing some PR for yourself. to market myself, you're right, Drew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you are a content writer. Yes. Well, then you should be writing your very best, right? Writing Out your own on love these story. apps that are true to you. But if you're a writer for a living, I know you got the goods. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. I do, yeah. No, I can totally write a profile. Maybe we can get together and we can help each other with yeah, our profiles. Yeah, I can market you. You can write me a love story. Done and done. Done and done. <laughs> well, thank you, Amy and Allison. And as always, Demona, yes. <laughs> you contextualize what we are really navigating in life. And every time we talk, I'm a smarter, wiser person. Oh, thank you. So that was on the next week. Graduation is a sweet occasion, but finding the perfect gift can be a bitter struggle. MMS.com has a solution. Personalized M&Ms. Just imagine the look on your grad's face when they receive a custom candy creation featuring their school's colors, name, and even their photo printed right on some M&Ms. It's a thoughtful way to celebrate their accomplishments and make the occasion even more special. Visit MMS.com to create your own personalized gifts and party favors for graduations, weddings, birthdays, and more. That's MMS.com. Use code WONDERY to receive 15% off your next order. Welcome back. It's time for Drew's News. A Drew's News a Day keeps the sads away, and with me at the desk, he always puts some pep in my step. It's Rossi Ross uh, Yeah. Hi, everybody. Hi, hi. Yo. Yo. Aren't we just the Mauve twins I today? know, and then there's Mauve. Uh, <laughs> B. Arthur? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, okay, we'll get right into it. Great. First up, does everyone have that friend who loves to cozy up in bed at night with a terrifying murder show? Yes. Uh-huh. Well, a new study says that that person is probably a lady. A lady? Uh-huh. The Daily Mail reports a survey out of Australia found that women are way more into crime shows than men. 45% of women said it was their favorite genre, and social scientists have tons of theories on this. Maybe it makes women feel more prepared for what? Uh, right. Maybe it's a form of exposure therapy. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, morbid. Maybe it's just an adrenaline rush. Whoa, you get your 
your kicks off in a weird way. <laughs> now, murder shows are like the cilantro of TV. It really divides people. Um, Ross, fan or not? Not so much, Drew. Sorry, but uh, right Because you're I, not a lady? Well, thank you for noticing. <laughs> but also, like, when I'm at home by myself and I'm about to go to bed, the last thing I want to watch is a mur No, thank you. I'm turning on Golden Girls, Gem and the Holograms, something else. And I have so many girlfriends who are obsessed with crime podcasts, crime shows, and then they call me when they're scared. Like, oh my gosh, I just watched the show and I just heard a noise. Don't watch it. All right, I would love to get another take on this, and we have a real true crime aficionado in our audience today, Whitney. Whitney, where are you? Hi. Oh. So you, you're one of my girlfriends who calls me late at night because yeah. you're scared? Yeah. Like, what do you watch? What do you listen to? Oh, like all the law and orders. The little doink doink sound really gets me. I'm like, okay, it's gonna happen now. Like, so, um, yeah. The doink doink sound. I totally know what you're My talking favorite. about. <laughs> what do you like about that? Um, I feel like I can relate just as a human. And so it kind of makes me feel like, God forbid I'm in that situation. Like maybe I could talk my way out of it or something. Um, so that's one of the reasons I watch it. Who likes to watch like crime and murder and all of it? Because, you know, even People <laughs> Magazine always has true crime, and we get these reports. It's so fascinating about people's watching habits, and true crime rates number one. Wow. We are all 666. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you all twisted. We solved some crimes of our own around here. It's true because I got this data. I was like, okay, we have to do something on the show. And, you know, we're not really that show that wants to, like, I mean, I'm fascinated by the mind of a madman, too, Whitney. Like, I really am. Um, but, you know, we were like, what's our version of it? So we have Drew Crime. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this has been a really popular, fun segment for us. Um, we've had Deborah Norville, mm -hmm. Keith Morrison. Mm -hmm. um, Hoda? Hoda Cogby! Yes. They've all done it. So tell them about the YouTube. Well, you can catch up with Drew Crime on YouTube.com slash The Drew Barrymore Show. You can watch the kind of fun. Now, that's some crime I can get into. Thank you very much. Hey, speaking of particular tastes and habits, we just learned about a real quirky way Jessica Simpson, she likes to eat breakfast. <laughs> we have to talk about this. People report she posted a pic of her and her daughter Maxwell sharing some bacon, which I love bacon. Ugh. And she admitted that when she eats bacon, she only eats the tips. The, just the tip? What? Just the tip. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. Okay. And her. <laughs> okay. Don't do this to me. <laughs> I do have to say the tip is always the crispiest part, right, of the bacon. You know, you I have a highly addictive personality, and I don't think I can do it. I gotta go whole hog here. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I think I officially just pulled a rock. I am so proud of you. You are such a ham. <laughs> <sighs> well, I'm not gonna finish this because I'm so much like Jessica Simpson that way. <laughs> And I need to learn more from her, apparently. Okay, we're going all the way to Glasgow, Scotland for our next story. 
The Good News Network reports one nightclub is launching a body heat sustainable energy technology that will use body heat from dancers to power the venue. This is real. What? I know. I thought this was the coolest story. <laughs> they use heat pumps to capture the heat from all the booty shakers and twerkers and turn it into electricity. There's also a lot of this, you know, if you've been all up in the club, you know that move. Yeah. <laughs> Ross, I don't know about you. I mean, this mama runs hot. Do you think that we could power the entire studio? I mean, listen, I love people. But... Listen, I, I do, I love people, but normally the only time I want a stranger's body heat is in an avalanche. But I am, I am willing to try it with all of you here. Yeah. Will you guys try it with us? All right, guys, we're gonna dim the lights. Tony, oh. it's all about you. All right, okay. let's do this, everybody. Stand up. Let's stand up, everybody. Everybody up. Everybody up. turned on the light. Ooh. We'll be right back with more Drew's News. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome back. We're almost done. And you know what that means. It's time for the doggy bag. There he goes. And today, it's a book that I simply can't put down, The Anthropocene Reviewed by John Green. It's on all the bestseller lists, and I actually got to interview him mm. um, when I co-hosted CBS This Morning, and that was what turned me on to the book. It's so fun. Now, Anthropocene is how our human actions impact the planet, but don't think that it's a downer of a book. It's actually the exact opposite. It's John Green's take um, on all these different things he's experienced in life, and it's full of nostalgia and cute, charming stories and wisdoms, and he actually gives all of these things in life uh, a five-star review. Mm. Um, so they, each chapter ends in this really cute way, like how many stars is he gonna give a certain thing? Um, I, I love this book. I'm gonna steal this one. Thank that copy is for you, Rossi. <laughs> thank you, Drew. All right, well, thank you so much, everybody, for coming today. This was so fun. So fun.
one, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.